The following is a live podcast recorded at the Disruptor Series Live. Guys, we are coming to you live. Navy Pier, Chicago, Illinois, land of Lincoln. The Windy Three, City. Windy City, hometown of Kanye West. He's canceled. You were supposed to give me more people. Quincy Jones, Barack Obama. Michelle Obama, yeah. Oprah Winfrey, yeah. the legend, mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, Michael Jordan. Man, we are coming in strong. Chance the Rapper. Ooh. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all we got. Okay, so we're coming <laughs> to you live from the 3% Conference of Disruptor Series. We are excited to have a special disruptor here, rising star, but killing it because age ain't a number. Tiger Woods knew he was good at 17, 3, who knows, but he was good early. <laughs> LeBron James was great early, and we have a special guest here who's been great early. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the one and only Brittany Johns. I'm calling her by her Instagram name. Meow, meow, meow. Okay, I want you to have the air horn. Brittany. <laughs> Hello. It's how great are you to be today? here. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. Yeah, I saw you on Instagram, and I was asking around, where is Doug? And they told me you're in this corner. Yep. And I came over and there was a red carpet situation, an awesome booth, like a mini house. Yeah. This yeah. is like a mini home. It's a soundproof yeah. podcast studio with a step and repeat and red carpet outside so we could take photos with all of our guests, walk them in here. We got some mood lighting that we're changing for the guests. And then we can sit down and have a quick conversation about what it's like uh, in your journey and your career to being a disruptor. So Yeah. First, just want to say this is a genius idea, okay. and I was having a conversation with someone earlier, and we were talking about how you're a legend, and we can't wait to read your book. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to writing it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know anyone who wants to help me write it, I appreciate it. Okay. So there we go. Yeah. yeah, I am working on one though, actually. Yeah, so we'll see how it looks. Yeah, I want to read all the stories about the private jets and oh, uh, the private jet Monaco. stories are good. <laughs> <laughs> So we are here today, and th- is this your first 3% conference, or have you attended in the past? It is my first 3% conference. Um, I actually met Kat this summer in Cannes. Oh, wow. Um, and walked up to her. We started talking, and I pitched this idea about doing an, hosting an Instagram workshop at 3%. So lo and behold, it happened. I presented yesterday. We did a presentation called Instagram on Purpose on how to engage your audience to take action around your mission. Mm. So it was an awesome session where people took their phones out. They opened up Instagram stories. They were playing around, learning different tips and hacks. Um, so it was great. Oh, wow. Like Instagram University for the attendees. Exactly. Wow. Instagram Story School. Yeah. And how did it go? Really well? Yeah. I mean, people came up to me afterwards and they were like, wow, I need to set my Instagram game up. I learned so much. So it's great when you're able to present something that people can take away learnings from and it's actionable. So it was great. Yeah. The funny thing about Instagram is you just use it because someone told you how to use it. It's not like anybody formally... Very Taught few you. people would formally go on and look at the, even though it's all out there. And there's some hidden tips yeah. that you might not know how to do unless someone from Instagram taught you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's part of, that's probably part of the whole plan, right? That you have like hidden tips and all these little It's not, hamburgers. so it's not hidden on purpose. Mm. But again, to your point, some people don't understand like 
all of the things that can be done on the platform. So it's our role to teach people. Yeah, that's so exciting. Now, is this Instagram's first time here at the 3% Conference? Um, so Facebook is a sponsor this year, and they sponsored previously a few other years. But this is my first time attending. Yeah, that's um, exciting. So, yeah, it's awesome. so tell me about Can. So um, you were at Can this year for the, your Cannes. first time, but you went out as part of a program. Can you share that? Yes. This year, I had the honor of being Miss Ad Color. 2019. Yep. Right. And then Ad Color sponsored me to go to Can through the Can Can Diversity Collective. Wow. Um, which was an amazing group of about 50 young professionals who were sponsored by different ad agencies and companies to mm -hmm. come to Can for a full week. Some teams were split up into doing like a track where they had education and they worked on a brief and they got to meet the Can Lion judges and understand how the jury process. Is. Wow. So that was really cool. I was an ambassador, so I got to go to the different beaches, listen to different so talks, fun. you know, just hanging out in Cannes with Colleen DeCourcy drinking rose next to the beach. It's the life. Hey, listen, <laughs> this is good living. Yeah. So one question is, how do you apply for that? Do they appoint you and find you, or do you have to go online to an application, or is it word of mouth? How did you get to that moment where yeah, you so were one of the Yeah, so there's an application process. You have to submit a video of um, why you should be selected and tell your story and you submit the video and then they, I guess, people from the different agencies selected who they wanted to sponsor. Got so it. Tiffany R. Warren, shout out to Tiffany R. Warren. <laughs> she selected me as Miss yeah. Adcolor to go to Cannes. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. So when you went, uh, was it better than you thought or not what you thought or what was kind of the emotion? Because for those who have never been out there as part of the week of creativity uh, and the festival of creativity, what is it like as a first timer there? Because it, it, yeah. it has a mystical aura for those who haven't gone. I personally never gone. I actually went this year the week after it was over because I didn't get invited. So I just went the week after and said, you know what? I'm going to take my vacation in Cannes. Everybody's like, where are you at? I'm like, Cannes. They're like, the pictures look so different. I'm like, no one's here. But, uh, um, but well, that was a like? boss move because you're like, I'm going to go to Cannes regardless of whether I got an invitation That's or not. That's right. And I stayed at the best hotel overlooking the whole thing. Yeah. And everywhere was available. Yes. So Cannes... <laughs> You know this. Cannes has a mystical aura no matter when you go. Yeah. Right? It's it's a perfect mix of like Miami and Paris. Mm -hmm. So it's just a beautiful place, great food, great views. But during this time, all of the advertising execs from across the world are in one place, in this mystical place yeah. on the Mediterranean Sea. So it has this sort of feeling where... I had the feeling where I couldn't believe that I was there. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> And it took a while to process because you're, you know, like I said, with Colleen DeCourcy, hanging out with Tiffany Warren, like the CCOs and the CEOs are all in one place. You're around all these amazing people, powerful people in the industry, but everyone is in a relaxed sort of vibe. It doesn't feel like a conference where people are, you know, constantly networking. It, mm -hmm. You can build like authentic relationships in this place because everyone. Yeah, is everybody so who's there is like part of the club. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm just like sending emails and getting auto responses, <laughs> and you're there, <laughs> keeping it real. Well, and it was amazing for someone like myself who is younger to be in this place, mm -hmm. where you know, younger, not younger, because. 
people don't like the word young and old. So I know, no, they don't. Um, Actually, the best way to say the word young yeah. and old is to say millennial and non-millennial. Okay, so being a millennial, yeah, in this space with a lot of ad legends was so remarkable. Um, fun fact: so when I was interning at Fitzco in Atlanta, when I was in grad school, mm-hmm. I worked on this campaign for coca-cola and we won four can lions for that campaign wow. and they actually put my name on the credits which was very nice of them we basically wrote a bunch of rap songs for mm. the names on the coke cans <laughs> which oh, wow. is like oh, wow. my dream because if i wasn't in advertising i'd be a rapper yeah and what would your rap name be do you have one or no i have a few Brick depending Johns. yeah depending on the day so yeah. i i yeah one was bfb yeah britney f baby yeah. Okay. Yeah. BFB. I yeah. would rap to that. I'd, I'd, I'd nod my head to BFB. Yeah. This is mad disruptive. You already have your hip hop names. You already got bars on the side of Coke yes. cans. You're doing better than most. <laughs> you little Nas X streaming to the top. Streaming to the yeah. top. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Um. So I say that to say I won the can lines, but never got a chance to go oh, to the wow. festival. So you already had a line with your name on it before you even went there. I had a, a couple. Dang, that is so impressive. <laughs> So, I have nothing with my name on it. So thankfully, Tiffany R. Warren, who's one of my mentors, yep. extended this invitation to me, and I got to experience the festival from the side of representing ad color, as well as representing Facebook, as well as the Can Can Diversity Collective mm-hmm. program. Um, wow. and, and Adrian, who started the Can Can Diversity Collective program, yeah. actually built out her own beach this year. Oh, the wow. Inkwell Beach, which sure. was focused on DNI programming and had people of color from different industries come and talk about their experiences. Everyone from Naomi Campbell to um, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Do you so, think they can rap? Gabrielle, yes. Okay. I think she'd give me a run for my money. I like the way we're getting right into poetry slams right now. See, we're not <laughs> at Afrotech right now because we're at the 3% right. conference in Navy Pier. But everyone else. Many people are <laughs> spitting bars right now in yeah. other areas. That's yeah. the thing. But that's okay. We knew where to go. Yeah. We knew to come here. We picked the right choice. We did. We picked the right choice. <laughs> um. So tell me, how did you get started uh, at Instagram? Or like, so you went back uh, un- after undergrad, then you went to grad school uh in atlanta creative circus to become an art director okay so i did the mate program in 2014 Mm -hmm. and got a media planning internship at digitas in new york did that for three months over the summer and i got a return offer to come back after i graduated college so i went Mm. back senior year of college with a full-time offer at this agency in new york so i thought it was like so cool (laughs) and that last year I was selected as one of the most promising multicultural students so I went to the MPMS program and met a recruiter from Wyden and Kennedy so once I met the recruiter I found out about an internship at Wyden moved out to Portland for three months to work on the Old Spice business at Wyden and Kennedy and while I was there it brought me back to my passion for creativity And I knew that I didn't want to do media planning for the rest of my life. And I wanted to be a creative. So I called up my mom and I said, hey, mom, I'm going to turn down my full time offer and start at the school called the Creative Circus in Atlanta. And I know you think I'm crazy, but this is what I want to do with my life. And I think after the initial shock of it, she was like, 
how did it take you so long to figure it wow. out? That this is what you wanted to do. You've always been creative. Wow. Isn't that interesting how we feel that parents have a vision or perception, but then when we actually make the right decision, they're like, my girl, yes. you did it. I knew right. it all along. And meanwhile, <laughs> right. you're like, really? You said nothing. <laughs> yes. I ate with you. You raised me. Nothing. And now you're so you know, found the right place to, you know, yeah. bring and to, your and career to, to the To give next my mom level. credit, she did, you know, try to support me and say, like, why don't you take an art class on the side or do something? Um, but I never looked at it as a career. I never thought you could be a professional creative. Yeah. I thought it was only starving artists. But what is the disconnect with creative industries and people of color as it relates to how our family perceives it? Because because it, we don't have any examples. My None of my uncles are creative directors. Yeah. No one that... My mom doesn't don't know, know any professional creatives. So if you can't see it, you can't be it. Right. So that's why it's so important for people like us to be at this conference um, and other, you know, be an example that people of color can be uh, creatives professionally yeah. Yeah, and no, not really starve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we don't want to starve. Food no. is so good. I, I've been overeating. Same, yeah. but, you know, I'm going to um, Trinidad Carnival mm-hmm. in February. Oh, you're doing the, you're doing it big. So I need to stop overeating. Yeah, I got to stop eating. You know, I have a television show meeting this week and I'm scared. <laughs> but, you know, they never say anything to men. No, they don't. I wear Spanx. Shout out to Spanx, Yo, actually. I wear Manx. A.K.A. Um, Under Armour. Under Armour. Yeah. Under like, Armour was the original. It's for uh, <laughs> it's for performance. No, they're Manx. Yeah, no, they're I, actually you, you have to have them. They keep. I buy size medium. <laughs> you buy size medium. <laughs> no, no, Bobby Schmedium. <laughs> no, buy, the Schmediums keep me tight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's happening. <laughs> it's ha- yo, Brittany Johns. You got to do a lot of hustling in this game to be able to put on these mediums. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, so you graduate from Creative Circus. Yep. And then you get the agency opportunity. And then how did you make the transition in your mind? Or was there a trigger that was your aha moment where you said, I want to move over to the tech side or Mm -hmm. the digital side? Or how did you get to that conclusion in your mind that you wanted to disrupt the agency pathway for your career? Mm -hmm. So after studying art direction for two years at Creative Circus, I found out through the MAPE Facebook group mm-hmm. about an internship at Facebook's creative shop in New York on that Misha Tweed Bell actually posted about. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember um, her before she had a married name. Yeah, Nisha Tweed, Nisha, Nisha Tweed, Tweed Bell. Throw a B on it. <laughs> There's some Bs on that bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so found out about the internship, yeah. and it wasn't necessarily my plan to ever go to tech, but... I figured it was worth taking a risk on. I wanted to try something different. Mm-hmm. I had already interned at three different agencies. So I figured, hey, there's nothing to lose. Um, and I think I got that from Wyden a lot. Uh, so their mantra is fail harder. Mm-hmm. In fact, they have a massive mural of it on the wall. I used to pass every day oh, yeah. to go to my desk. Um, so I figured, you know what? Mommy, if I fail, at least I'll fail hard at Facebook. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Yeah. Fail so while you I, get and, a couple And actually, shares. I when I told you know some of my teachers that I was going to Facebook, they were like, this is going to change the trajectory of your career. Are you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Creatives in tech, what does that even look like? But I'm so happy I took that risk because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here at 3% right now yeah, no. on your 
podcast That's if I true. wasn't. No, but maybe whatever you would be doing, you'd be here. But <laughs> the avenue that you took to get here is amazing. And it's inspirational because the unknown is a little is a little more exciting, but there is a little risk. But under the fail harder mantra, um, it's exciting. Yeah. So high what, risk, high reward. High risk, high reward, yeah. So what's next for you? So in the near future. So you're at Instagram now. Maybe you could just touch on your role. You're a creative. And mm-hmm. then w- what's kind of coming up in the future uh, that you like to talk about? And then we'll wrap this up by you sharing your Instagram handles and how people can get in touch with you. Okay. Um, so what's next for me in the future? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer. Uh, I think I'm becoming more clear on my mission and what I want to focus on. And I think it's at the intersection of creativity and women of color and how to empower other women of color on how to leverage their creativity to either grow their business or, you know, fulfill their mission and mm-hmm. whatever that could be. So I'm figuring out the steps along the way to help me do that. And I think being here is, is one of those steps. Well, that's really exciting. Yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by the Disruptor Series today. Yeah, no problem. Um, and how can people get in touch with you, and what's your favorite mode of communication? Yes, so um, Instagram is my favorite mode of <laughs> communication. Mm-hmm. It's great because you can put a, a picture or face to the name, so I love it, and you can DM and interact. So my Instagram handle is Britt Johns, Britt, B-R-I-T-T, John, J-O-H-N-Z. Mm-hmm. And that's my Twitter as well. So yeah, follow me. And there it and is. And I might put some raps on my Instagram. Yo, we going freestyle in the Instagram <laughs> stories. You got to check back every day, twenty four hours. We're disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> so well, thank you so much, Brittany, for stopping by the Disruptor series. I appreciate you so much. I'm so excited to follow your career forward, and I'm definitely adding you on the gram. Thanks, Doug. Thanks right, for inviting bye. me. Bye. You've been listening to the Disruptor Series podcast brought to you by TBWA Shide Day New York. Craving more disruption? Visit us at tbwashideayny.com.